Alrighty, hello everyone and welcome back to the Reformed Dissenters, the show where Reformed Christians dissent against popular ideas of culture by asserting a biblical worldview. My name is Bruce Johnson, joined, of course, by my brother Jacob Johnson. Hello, everybody. And today is our second episode this week, unless we somehow, uh, for some reason, actually decided and managed to upload a Wednesday episode for you to consume. Um, but if not, this is our Friday discussion topic episode, and we're so excited to have you joining us today again. Things are a little ridiculous right now. Schedules are crazy. Things are happening. People are moving. It's a crazy time. So uh, we just ask that you bear with us as we figure things out and get our schedules aligned and... Um, Hopefully I find a job soon. <clears throat> so anyways, we have a show website, trdshow.net. Uh, check it out. Um, go to trdshow.net slash episodes. I'm so glad I can say that now. It's, it's so cool after a year actually being able to say that now. Um, we have all of our episodes live on our website for free. You can view all of our content that way. And um, it's just a really easy way Completely for you to search. without censorship. Yep, no censorship. Uh, we are using Rumble as our uh, video engine, so um, everything is censorship-free right across the board, and it's just an easy way to search through all of our content. So maybe you have a topic that you're looking for, and you're not sure about like particular biblical proofs for that topic or something like that. Well, guess what? You can go to trdshow.net and just search through all of our tags, all of our titles, descriptions, everything, and hopefully... You'll find at least a couple episodes where we talk about um, that topic you're looking for. So if not, and also I should mention if you happen to encounter bugs, um, <clears throat> that's kind of my job as a software engineer is to squash those darn buggers. You can uh, send me and send us those uh, bug reports or what have you. Maybe feature requests. We love those too. Send them to trdshow at protonmail.com because we like hearing from our audience about all that kind of stuff. So Today um, is Discussion Topic Friday. We wanted to discuss a phrase that um, we brought up on the show last week. I think it was Monday. last week. Monday. Right. It was Monday. Monday. Um, and that, that phrase was, you don't want to be so heavenly minded that you're of no earthly good. Um, and Jake was like, hey, let's let's talk about that phrase. Maybe maybe we need to flesh out a little bit more what that actually refers to. What are some of the ramifications? Yeah, dispel some myths related to that. Um, so we've got a conversation. Hopefully it's going to happen because this might be one of the first shows where we, we really don't have a ton of notes, but we have a lot of thoughts on this topic. And, and I have some quotes that I'd like to pull in as well. Jake has a lot of things he wants to talk about. So we, we're going to have a full episode for you here, and it's going to be literally a discussion topic episode, like what this Friday was supposed to be. Like, it was supposed to be discussion topic Friday, so we're going to make it that today. Really, really lean into that. We've been doing that a lot more recently. But before we get into that whole discussion and lay all that out and start talking about it and having that conversation, we have to do what we always do, which is talk about our verse of the week, and we're shaking things up even more than usual today. I usually do Fridays and Mondays, but today... Jake's going to take the wheel and he is going to, um, now I've got that Jesus take the wheel song stuck in my head. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's embarrassing. Ooh. Jake's going <laughs> to, Jake's going to take the wheel. And is that, uh, is that the, uh, is that the Toby Mac one? Is that what I you're talking know. about? I don't think it's that one. That one oh, okay. is not like complete heresy. No, okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. 
<laughs> I hate that song so much because it's just like, oh my word. Um, but uh, yeah, so Jake is going to go through our verse of the week. So, you know, take it away. You gotta love watering down of theology, oh, uh, which we can start getting rid of by focusing on verses like these. Um, Proverbs 25, 28 says, a man without self-control is like a city broken into and left without walls. Uh, that one w- was one that we did two weeks ago. Uh, was that two weeks ago? No, three weeks ago. Three weeks ago now, uh, I think. Yes. I think it was last week. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think. I don't know. No, I think we took a hiatus last week. Oh, yeah. We kind of did. Well, no- yeah, whatever. We still last whatever. week was the week that we did the Monday episode and not any others. So we did do that on our Monday episode, but we didn't oh, get a chance okay. to go to the Wednesday yeah. episode. And you had already it's written out a true. ton of stuff yeah. you wanted to say. Yeah. So we're like, hey, let's let Jake talk for once. <laughs> we have the timeline in order, everybody. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but um, with this, I really wanted to talk about the verse that comes right before it. As always, I love to cover the context of the verses and not just talk about this verse specifically, but what it means in context of all the stuff around it. And this verse, because it relates to uh, myself and my job specifically of being a chef and food, uh, that I had to bring it up and go the path of talking about food. And, and this verse is Proverbs 25, 27, literally right before uh, the one that that is our verse of the week. Well, verse of today. Um, <laughs> it says, it is not good to eat much honey, nor is it glorious to seek one's own glory. Uh, In this verse means that we need to control what we eat. It is saying it is not good to eat much honey. And what does that really mean? What does it mean to not eat much honey? Um, Well, I think this should be understood in a more general principle of don't eat things that are filling. Don't, well, filling in the sense of very uh, full of sugars, very full of other fillers um, in them. and even and it's not even just sugars; it's other things as well that would um, that are not beneficial. Uh, obviously, God put sugar cane on on this earth for a reason to be eaten. I'm not saying never eat sugar ever. Um, <laughs> recently, I was on a diet with the rest of my family, um, and we kind of cut all those things out, kind of to like reset our um dietary habits and but in that i guess my main struggle was thinking but god put these things on our earth for a reason god put these things for us to eat for a reason and but we need to have a healthy mindset of saying not too much but not completely banning it altogether and even so, what we've most recently done with sugars, flour, gluten, um, are issues that we put onto the things. These flour, the reason flour and sugar have most recently been become a problem and caused so much weight gain for people or even causes problems in their bodies um, is because of what we've done to it. We have um, processed overly it. processed it, 
to the yeah. point where it no longer has the nutrition's that nutrition that it used to have uh, or we've genetically modified it to the point where again it doesn't have the right nutrition's just genetically mm-hmm. modifying it to make it taste better or good um yeah. but something my mom was researching during our whole diet thing was um that actually raw sugarcane taking sugarcane and just people breaking it up into sugar turning it into raw sugar is so much more healthy for you than Hmm. eating your processed refined sugar and you know that makes complete and total sense right these are the things god put on the earth yep we need to stop tampering with them as much i understand like you know trying to refine trying to do all these things it's make it spread God, further yeah. maybe make yeah. your business a little more lucrative God made us maybe creative in that way to yep. come up with those types of ideas to to do this yeah. to cultivate and, the earth um so it and is in a good bad to, year it's like well great in a bad year we know how to make it stretch yeah. you know like it, yeah. in a in a in yeah. pinch if we had to process this to make it stretch a little further yeah. well it's not as great for you but we can do that you know right which is kind of it's kind of cool that we know how to do that as mm-hmm. humans yeah, not necessarily as an everyday thing, but just as a, an emergency. Hey, we had a really bad year yeah. um, with this crop and we just need to really stretch it out, you know. <laughs> so, but yeah. with this, I want you to mention it's another interesting thing to see that these verses are right next to each other. Why are these verses so close to each other? I think because they go hand in hand in talking about self-control. And we need to control our eating habits as well. I I think I mentioned that a little bit in the beginning. I just wanted to reiterate that with this, we need to take both of these verses together and see that it is not good to eat much much honey. So therefore, we must have self-control. And without self-control, we are like a city broken into and left without walls. Yep. Yep. Multiple reasons that could be brought forth. Our guard is down. We're ready for the pillaging of others. Mm. We have uh, ready for the whims of those around us. Yeah. Here's yeah. a here's a, a little bit of a going along with the analogy here of the city broken into, thinking of also the strong man bound uh, idea of if the strong man isn't eating good foods, having less energy, having less strength, more easily bound. And that means less self-control in not eating good good things. Huh. A little bit of a yeah yeah thought see, experiment did there. Yeah, that's worth yeah. it. So yeah, today our discussion topic. Um, by the way, thanks Jake for that breakdown. That was really good. I can tell you put a lot of study into that. That was good stuff. Um, the uh, today we want to talk a little bit about what it means to be so heavenly minded that you're of no earthly good, because. So many people, people, and I'll let Jake get into the myths around this a little bit as well, but so many people have <clears throat> such negative connotations tied to this earth, right? When they hear this world, the God of this world, they think the God of this earth, the God of this cosmos. When in reality, those passages, they're obviously talking about the devil. Those passages are talking about the world in terms of the unbelievers, the worldly, not the earth itself. Um, But that kind of thinking can lead people towards 
not wanting to work for things that mm -hmm. of permanence work for things on this earth work for earthly things from a biblical perspective and so they'll see passages that talk about building christian cultures as well we can't really do that christ that hasn't really given us the ability to do to do that exactly uh we're just trying to save a few souls here or there right we're mm -hmm. just trying to um <clears throat> collect a few souls from all the countries in the world and it's like no 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 when god said thy kingdom come when christ was teaching that prayer right that kingdom come thy will be done where on earth as it is in heaven that and I'm going to talk about that in heaven misplaced as well. Doug Wilson brings that up as well. But but that's kind of our discussion today is, well, what does that mean to be so heavenly minded that you're of no earthly good? And what is the opposite of that? Mm. Good, good segue. Good segue. Okay, good. Um, so a myth uh, that was actually brought up to me. So I ever since that Monday episode, um, I really thought about what uh, that that phrase and I, I think i've heard that phrase before it, it kind of was sounded familiar but i had mentioned it to a couple other people and uh they had brought up these these myths that either you know that this was being said that people were saying this that this is the way that it could it could be taken in not a good way in thinking that this is a jab at us at at christians who are like us who uh, believe in God's law who are stronger Christians in a sense that this is saying that we are so heavenly minded and heavenly minded meaning theologically minded that we're not involved in the world that we're not in the world that we're not being a part of the world and so I find that very interesting that it could be taken that way because I know Bruce and I have a very different interpretation of, of this. Now, this is a quote from a person, you know, we're talking about interpretations of this quote as if, as if it's a verse, but um, certainly it's a great It's an quote ideology. Yes, exactly. Exactly. But, um, but you know, what, what are we saying? We're saying that, we are that people are heavenly minded in the sense of they're thinking that heaven is their final resting place, that heaven is where they should be going, that all we need to do is sit back, relax, maybe maybe uh, bring us a few souls to Jesus. But but, you know, ultimately, we're going to heaven and that's it. That That's where we're going. That's our focus. It's heaven. Go to heaven. Uh, and this is what we're talking about. We're talking about so heavenly minded that they're of no earthly good, that they don't right. do things in the world. And we're yeah. not just talking about fire insurance. We're not just yeah. talking about saving souls. Yeah. That is well, that is a good out that I want to say that that is a good um, um, outcome of our work here in this earth. But it's not necessarily the goal. The goal is to bring the kingdom into this earth. Mm -hmm. It's to bring the kingdom, which means yeah. bringing God's law to bear on every area of society. And, and with before that, we get too much further, people. yeah, yeah. Before so. we get too much further, because we do have to back up and just reassert the mindset of some some people. That's it's seeped so much into our pulpits today. It's seeped so much into 
Christian literature, Christian conversation, this idea of, um, you know, just going to heaven when we die. Mm. Um, it's just taken for granted now, which is really unfortunate. Um, I, I'll sit, you know, I'll be going to churches wherever, all over the place, and I'll sit through sermons, and that comes up so often, you wouldn't believe it. And hopefully after this episode, you're kind of alert to that as well, and you'll hear it just comes up so often. Um, there's a quote on page 21 in Heaven Misplaced by Douglas Wilson um, that I really like. It's a little big, but since we're only going to be reading the one quote, I, mm. you're going to want the rest of this book because he breaks a lot of that down. But um, there's so much in this book. But this this quote says, when we die, before the harvest of all history, what happens to us? We, of course, go to be with the Lord, 2 Corinthians 5, 8. But over time, this intermediate state, this very temporary state of affairs, somehow became for us our central hope, something we call going to heaven. We've drifted into a very Greek idea of the immortality of the soul up in another heavenly dimension somewhere, and we've lost the Hebraic truth of the resurrection of the dead. Instead of physical, we have spiritual, and instead of here, we have substituted there. But this is not the biblical hope. The Bible doesn't generally speak in our popular way of going to heaven when we die. Not that it's technically wrong. If we die before the second coming, we will go to be with the Lord. We do go to heaven when we die. But the problem is that this interim state has become our overarching paradigm, replacing the biblical hope. The final biblical hope is heaven coming here. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Matthew 6.10 Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Matthew 5, verse 5. We look to heaven not so much because that's where we're going in order to be finally saved, but because that is where our salvation is coming from. And that's um, Philippians uh, 3, 20 through 21. So hopefully that kind of introduces that concept where... We just, we have this constant idea of just, oh man, we're just, we're just pilgrims going through a foreign land and man, I hope I die soon so I get to be with Christ. Like, that is not what the Bible's message of hope is. The message of hope is that Christ is reigning, Christ is king, and he's conquering every last one of his enemies here on this earth. And our hope is that one day we get to be resurrected on this earth to live in his fully fulfilled kingdom here on this earth. That's our hope. And so in the spirit of that, we avoid idolatry, right? We avoid making the things of this earth, all that and a bag of chips as um, John Brennan says. Um, but we also acknowledge that the things of this earth are not evil and we acknowledge that they're to be taken for Christ, right? Working for a Christian culture is exactly what we're supposed to do from the ground yeah. up. And we're told that we'll have great success in those endeavors. So, Yeah, to the point of being uh, theologically minded, I, I this is something interesting as I was talking about this, that, that heavenly mindedness is not theologically mindedness that we're not talking about heavenly mindedness as as if it means that uh we're so focused on theology that we're not involved in the world and right. that that could be technically another problem but um in the sense of where we only 
we're not actually doing any action in the world. We're not doing anything in the world. We're only studying the Bible as if, you know, we don't have any other thing to do. We have <laughs> a lot of things to do yeah. uh, in this world. Um, but on that same note, I, I wanted to talk about this idea of saying that of people's thinking that uh, we we should only be focused on Jesus. You know, uh, you know, uh, what was it? Feel like there's a phrase that I, that I'm looking for here of like the just focusing on the red letters in in the Bible, <laughs> yeah. um, but um, that we we should only be focusing on that, and that you know we should only learn Jesus. We we don't have to we don't have to learn anything else. We just have to focus on Jesus, and that's it in the gospel and a limited truncated gospel, right? Uh, but that you know, I think this was bring was brought up to me before earlier in the week and i sort of sort of said to this if we are to if we are to uh, study jesus right if we are to focus on jesus jesus's character is his law mm. uh jesus loves his law and hates sin sin being whatever goes against the law goes against yeah. his law so in even so even just saying we need to focus on the gospel or we need to only focus on jesus there what what we need to understand is that also means we focus on his law and yep. bringing his law to bear on all of society um yeah 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 and and being heavenly minded in the sense that you derive your principles of culture construction <laughs> mm -hmm. uh your principles of um law writing of uh code writing of cooking of all of these things from scripture if that's your definition of being heavenly minded then that's great because that means then that you're taking yeah. what comes from god was given to us here on earth to be used here on earth right? These are principles that God gave us to use every single day, every minute of every day to build his kingdom here on earth. And again, we've talked about this before, but that kingdom building is not what everyone thinks of when they're like, you know, oh, Rome conquering the enemies of this world. It's like, yeah. well, no. How long did that last again? I mean, in the grand scheme of things, not a tremendous amount of time. It was was long but was it thousands of years long was it eternity uh, yeah right exactly not so much christ does things differently his kingdom is forever as martin luther in, in his song says right um and it's it and it's going to last so much longer because of the way that we go about doing it because we are people who are heavenly minded the right way and realize that that heavenly minded is so that eventually we can be of earthly good, <laughs> right? Yeah. So you don't want to be the wrong kind of heavenly minded that you just think you're a pilgrim going through a barren wasteland and there's nothing you can do here. That's like the opposite of the Bible. The Bible says Christ died, rose again on the third day, and now reigns. He is the king enthroned in heaven and 
has authority over literally everything. Everything on earth, everything in heaven, literally everything. If you can think about a part of society, he owns it. It's his. And Psalm 110.1 is being realized. All of his enemies are being made a footstool under his feet. So that's the right kind of heavenly mindedness that Mm -hmm. has earthly consequences. A faith without works is dead, as James says. But it's not because we're saved by faith. It's not because these great principles give us our salvation. It's quite the opposite. It's these things are possible because of our salvation. That was the whole point. Are we to go on sinning that grace may abound? By no means. Why should those who have been saved from sin continue in it? We've been saved from it to be a slave to Christ. And that means we get to work. That means we apply all of scripture all of life. So that's kind of the, the opposite dichotomy there that we I like was, to... Sorry. Sorry to cut no, you go off. Ahead. No, I was, done. I was just go thinking, for it. I was just thinking of what of that verse you were just saying, uh, faith without works is dead. Um, in sense of let's change that word dead to not living, to not growing. A faith without works is not growing, is not mm. living, it is not moving, it is not doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's not having consequences. Right. And that's very interesting just to change that word around, it, meaning the same thing, but gives us more meaning, gives us a better understanding of what it's saying in that we need to be working, we need to be doing stuff. And, and it reflects back to our faith. The reason we know that we have faith is because of what we do. We are not saved by what we do, but it is a testament to our faith. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's how we show our thankfulness to God for what he's, mm. he's given us already. Yeah, knowing that without him giving us that, we wouldn't be capable of any true works, uh, true good works. Yeah, exactly. Recently, yeah. we've been stuck in a Martin Luther cloud as... As uh, someone said before, uh, as like that we're, we're so focused on what Martin Luther had said and Martin Luther isn't wrong. That's, that's not what I'm saying. Hopefully no one takes that and clips that right. out of context. Yeah. But, um, but that we're so focused on that, that we don't get the fuller aspect. We're saved mm-hmm. by faith alone, saved by faith alone, saved by faith alone, that we don't understand now let's go out and do something. Now that we understand that we're not saved by, we're not sorry, we're not saved by, um, we're saved by grace alone. We're not saved by our works. Now, okay, now, okay, what does that mean? that's good. We're good. <laughs> we're good there. Right. Let's move on. Let's continue going. Let's continue growing. Let's learning. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's tricky. Some of these fights and battles have been fought generations before us. And so we hold on to them because we still have Catholics today and we have to fight against that, you know. So it's not an illegitimate fight. It's just not the fight of today mm-hmm. anymore. You know, it's it's a fight, but it's not the fight. Um, especially here in America today, the fight is against dispensational premillennial eschatology. Um it that that the fight the fight today is against the idea that we're just sitting here waiting for Christ to come back and we don't have anything to do in the meantime we're just told to 
occupy until he returns, which is mm-hmm. not true. We're, we, we're told to get to work. We're told so often throughout the Bible that Christ is king. Why do you think the Bible would hit us over the head with that over and over and over and over and over again? Like you can't go through a book in the Bible without it mentioning some reference to Christ's kingship. Mm-hmm. I mean, why do you think that happens so much in the Bible and we're told that? If it really, at the end of the day, doesn't matter. If really, at the end of the day, oh yeah, Christ is king, but you have to put like something at the end of that. Yikers. Um, Shaky territory right there. (laughs) If you have to be like, yeah, Christ is king, but he's got to burn up the whole world before he can really be king. Mm. Okay. Mm. Yeah, Christ is king, but... Um, you know, we're, we're still trying to like, you know, just, just save a few souls here and there. And hopefully we get enough people into heaven before he comes back and just annihilates the whole darn thing. Like, or he what? has to have kingship over the earth through, through, uh, humanly means or through earthly I, means. Yeah. That's like another good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. Our battle is definitely against flesh and blood. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. So. Well, this was, I think, a really good conversation. Um, hopefully this was beneficial to some of you. If you have some insights and things you'd like to add to this, we'd certainly love to um, hear them from you. If you've got discussion topic ideas, send them our way. Otherwise, we're going to keep coming up with our own. So <laughs> we apparently don't have an issue with that anymore. But still, if you have something in particular that you'd like to bring up or a passage that you're like, this is confusing, we'll do our best to study it and um that's why we have walls of books behind us like it's not just there to look pretty <laughs> like yeah they, they're they're meant to be read and we we do do that we do that so um you know send us your questions we'd love to hear from them um hear them from you send us an email trdshow at protonmail.com is uh, the inbox where you can send those show website is trdshow.net check out the new episodes page you can watch all our stuff there And again, thank you all so, so much for watching us. Have a great weekend. Have a wonderful Lord's Day. And we will see you all on Monday. And remember, everyone, in all that you do, do it as unto the Lord.